This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Hey, ActiveXer. The question that has been posed by one of our listeners is, how does being overweight affect my lower back pain? Well, does it in the first place? Well, yes, the evidence is that if you are significantly overweight, otherwise known as obese, then being overweight is a risk factor for lower back pain. And being moderately overweight, so not quite in the obese category, but certainly overweight, it makes it also makes it harder for you to get rid of lower back pain once you have it. So what is going on? And the answer here has four parts. So part number four is the obvious one, the most obvious. Let's start with the obvious, and that is mechanical. So being overweight, most people distribute their weight around their middle uh, and typically most men when they're overweight accumulate fat around their abdomen more women tend to accumulate around the hips but being overweight does alter the distribution of weight and as such I guess it would make sense that your back would essentially experience that strain mechanically now, I wager what would be more interesting is how rapidly have you gained the weight? So if you gain weight very slowly, the chances are your body has time to adapt to that change in mechanical loading and possibly even get stronger. And I've certainly met many people over the years who are significantly overweight, some who are obese, who've never had lower back pain. And my guess would be that those people gain their weight slowly and steadily and that gave their body time to adapt and probably, almost certainly, in a very pure sense, their strength of their lower back will be greater because they've built muscle to accommodate, to compensate for that extra weight. But if you've gained weight rapidly, the body doesn't have that opportunity to adapt quite so rapidly. And so you're more likely to feel that mechanical load. Now, where do you carry your weight? As I mentioned earlier, if you carry the weight on your abdomen, to me, that would make sense that you'd be more likely to feel the strain in your lower back. And if you think about pregnancy, during pregnancy, and of course, yes, there's weight gain. Hopefully it isn't all fat. There'll be a lot of baby and fluid in there but it's very much distributed towards the front. And lower back pain, hey, is very common during pregnancy. Now, it won't all be due to this mechanical load factor, but I would wager again that that is a big part of it. So all the weight carried very far at the front, pulling the lower back into what we call hyperlordosis, so a much increased swerve in the lower back could be a risk factor, or clearly is in pregnancy, for lower back pain. So why wouldn't that be the case uh, in the non-pregnant population? So mechanical loading is one element of why being overweight can affect your lower back pain. 
Now, number two component on being overweight and how that affects your lower back pain is the chemical element. It may surprise you to know that fat is not an inert, so you bearing fat, carrying more body fat, that fat in those cells is not inert. It's not just sitting there. It's metabolically active. And those fat cells, we call them adipocytes, produce all sorts of um, hormones um, and that stimulates various different body processes. And I'll try and keep it simple because I like simple and I don't know, I have to put my hands up and say I don't know all the biochemistry of adipocytes and how they interact with the surrounding um, physiology of your body. But certainly what I do know is that there is plenty of research to show that when adipocytes swell, so when they have more fat in them, they release more of what we call pro-inflammatory chemicals. Tumor necrosis factor is one, interleukin-6 is another, and if you are a biochemist or a physiologist and you're jumping up and down saying, no, no, then um, don't, well, yeah, you should shoot, shoot the messenger, but I did read up on this prior to recording this, um, but as I say, I'm not a biochemist or physiologist, although clearly I know a fair bit of that stuff. So I had to bone up on this record before recording this episode, uh, so I hope I've got the right um, factors, the right chemicals there. But either way, whether I'm right or wrong, what I am right about, and as I say, there's lots of published research evidence on this, is that if you are carrying an excess amount of body fat, you are more likely to be, your whole body, to be in an inflammatory state, chronic inflammation. And of course, inflammation is likely to sensitize your nerves. So not just more lower back pain, but more all sorts of pains. So the chemical element is a really important one. It's not just about mechanics. Okay, the third component of how does being overweight affect my lower back pain is depression. Now, depression is often associated with being overweight, uh, you, you, certainly you can be overweight and happy, and there are probably millions around the world who are, but we do know that depression and being overweight often go hand in hand. Now, what does that have to do with back pain? Well, if you've listened to the Foundation 6 um, episodes on my podcast, and I highly recommend you do, because it will give you a lot of context for this and other uh, recordings that I do, then you will know that mood is a huge predictor of the amount of pain that you experience. It's possibly the biggest, so we say the biggest uh, predictor of long-term outcomes for lower back pain are what we call psychosocial, so mood-related, relationship-related. When you are depressed and or anxious, Think of it like a volume control on your pain. It just cranks the volume up a little bit. And again, I'm not going to go into the weeds of how that works in terms of um, all the hormones and neurotransmitters, parts of your nervous system that are involved in this process. But essentially, if you are depressed or anxious, you are more likely to have higher levels of pain and overweight is associated with depression. Not in all cases by any means, as I said earlier, 
but certainly there is an association. So that is another mediator for um, being the relationship between overweight and lower back pain. Now, lastly, on how does being overweight affect my lower back pain, the last item is sleep. People who are often, or rather people who are overweight, and certainly people who are very much overweight, often have poor sleep. Having all that excess body fat um, affects the airways, and they commonly close slightly when you are sleeping, hence, a lot more snoring in people who are overweight. And of course, you can be a very loud snorer and not be overweight, but certainly being overweight affects the airways, makes it harder to breathe, and you get poorer sleep. And as a consequence, um, pain levels tend to go up. Again, we know a bit like depression that sleep has a strong association with pain. So if you are sleep deprived, you are much more likely to be in more pain. So the connection is being overweight causes poorer sleep. Poorer sleep is associated with more pain. So a great reason to get better sleep is have less pain. So in summary, the four items I've covered for the relationship between being overweight and having more lower back pain are the mechanical one, the chemical, the pro-inflammatory one, depression, so the mood component, and poor quality sleep. And if that isn't incentive enough to try and do something about your weight, then um, I'm sure you probably have other motivations as well. But certainly, this is not about, and we all have to take responsibility for our own health, but of course, being overweight is a massively complex issue. And I don't mean to suggest that it's easy just to lose weight. It clearly isn't. Because everybody who feels overweight wants, by definition, to lose some of that weight and to keep it off. And if it were only that easy, then the world would be a lot of a happier place. Now, a little personal aside here because I appreciate and I clearly I have seen thousands of people over the years helping them with lower back pain. And some people, when we've covered this topic, have said to me, well, that's easy for you to say, Gammon, because you, know, you clearly don't struggle with your weight. And I have to put my hands up and say, that is simply because I am lucky. There is a genetic component to weight but there is also a lifestyle component to weight. And I am very fortunate that I have a lifestyle that lends itself to not gaining weight easily. What does that mean? Well, <clears throat> I got some habits early in life um, that not, you know, it wasn't down to me. I was just introduced to exercise early in life and I, uh, more out of necessity than desire, and um, created some habits that are healthy and keep my weight down. So I've always used my commute for physical activity. So currently I cycle 13 miles in and 13 miles home to work. Um, sometimes I do that five days a week. At the moment, we're still in the kind of coronavirus period. I'm only coming in and out to place of work three times a week. But you know, that is still, uh, what does that come to? 78 miles a week on the bike. 
I've done my maths in my head correctly there. Now, I actually find it harder not to get on my bike. So for me, it's a real effort to think about taking the train or some other means of transport. So my default position is a healthy one. It doesn't require any effort at all. Far from it, it's much easier for me to just get on my bike than it is to take any other means of transport. Also, when I'm with clients, which I am currently three days a week, I can't eat. You know, it wouldn't be appropriate for me as a clinician to be eating while I'm consulting. So there's a big chunk of my week where I just, you know, I can't eat um, on those working days. Um, so I have that going in my favour. And the nature of my work, when I'm at work, it's not physically strenuous work, although it's quite hard on one's hands, being an osteopath, walking on your hands all day. But otherwise I'm engaged in low level constant movement. So I'm not sitting, I'm not lying down, I'm just low level constant movement. So between the low level constant movement at work and the active commuting um, and not being able to eat because I spend a lot of time with people, my life is set up in such a way that it's hard for me to gain weight. Lucky me. So it isn't that I have a particularly strong um, self-control. In fact, my wife will tell you if you leave me uh, any biscuits in the fridge or cupboards or anything, they, they will be gone. You know, an open packet of crisps, they will be gone. So I've, I think I often exercise poor levels of self-control. I'm just lucky that I have some very healthy habits. So my parting suggestion to you is try and create some of those healthy habits Stack the deck in your favour. Make it easier on yourself to A, eat healthier, more healthily, and B, to exercise and just move frequently. It doesn't have to be formal exercise. It's just getting up and moving frequently through the day. Do some air squats, you know, just every time you go to sit down, do 10 squats in front of your chair. Yeah, use the chair as your, your kind of stop point. Don't actually rest on the chair. You just squat up, down, up, down 10 times and then sit down. Same thing when you go to get up out of a chair. Do 10 squats. Every time you go to the toilet, do 10 squats. So try and stack the deck in your favour. Sorry, this, um, this broadcast has gone on longer than I intended. Um, I had really intended for it just to be um, an explanation as to how being overweight affects your lower back pain. And of course, being a clinician that I am, I've gone off into the advice section. Uh, sorry, gone off script. Anyway, there we have it. I hope you've got a lot out of this episode. And, and if you have, please, wherever you're listening or watching this, if you're watching it on LinkedIn or Facebook, please like, promote it. If you're listening on the podcast, please give me a review, ActiveX Backs podcast a review. You can do so on Apple, Stitcher, um, Spotify, any podcast platform you're listening to this on. Please give us a review, share with others. The goal is to help relieve and prevent lower back pain. And I can only do that with your help. So speak to you. See you again soon. Bye bye. 
Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Back Show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in, and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveXBacks.